Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. Welcome to the Best Hang Podcast. I'm Mike. We got Max. We got Shane. And we are all going to be in Montreal Thursday, July oh, yeah. 27th at oh, Just yeah. for Laughs. Super oh, yeah. exciting. Super excited. This will be the last pod that goes out before we all get on plane and uh, head out. Well, planes. Shane, you're getting in early, actually. You're, you're going for a lot longer than the rest of us. I am. Your 19th yes. vacation of the year. <laughs> well, you know, it's a working vacation. I will still Everything's be doing- a working vacation for you. It's like, oh, over to Disney World. It was work. It's like, you went for free. I had to film a 15 second reel, Max. <laughs> and repurpose it as a TikTok. <laughs> you had to go to the TikTok watermark remover yeah, website. Oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of nightmares, though, I'm looking around the room. I see a Post Malone shirt, uh-huh. coconut water. Are you guys hungover? No, you know, what did I just ask you in the elevator? You did ask if I was hungover, and I think you're hungover. The hungover person is always asking who else is hungover. I feel I had one drink at Post Malone. I had I just ran 5K this morning. I was saying to Mike, there's a fine line between a runner's glow and a hangover glow. Okay, and I no, I shouldn't have gone out last night. I don't, I, I don't like you know having more than. Five beers throughout the week. Uh-huh. Mm. And I had seven beers last night. You loaded seven. them into one night. Yeah. All and hold on. Is, was it like a pint or was it a bottle? Because those are different. And people would just yeah. say that we they're like. We just had that conversation last night. People like seven beers, seven beers. Like seven bottles of beer is significantly different 100%. than seven pints. Seven pints is probably what the equivalent of 11 beers. And you're dealing with like, depending on the draft lines, you can yeah. get a bad tum-tum the next day. Uh-huh. Bottles all day at this point. One pint. Six bottles of beer. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I don't feel terrible as I should, but uh, you know I do feel bad. Sean Dawson tricked me. He told me 
Hey, I'm, uh, I've got 29 awesome ideas for the sketch show for season two because everyone's convinced we're getting a season two. I love and it. now people are actually interested in writing well, for it. Some of the skits are going viral town, which we can get to later. I know. Yeah, that's great. So I go, uh, all right, let's meet up. He goes, I'll make you dinner. Come to my place. I go, okay. Then, then I tell him the night. He goes, okay, that night, actually, let's go out for dinner. I'll tell you the ideas over dinner. Then he starts a chat group on the side and says, Shane's really excited, looking for a night out. <laughs> so I don't know, like what, 12 guys came out or something last night? And they're like, group. Shane, what? I was there, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> was your guitar player, Mike D. Was he? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was having a good time. That's great. But no one knew why they were out. They're like, Shane, like, congrats. Like, why are we here? Why'd you want to <laughs> yeah. do this? I was like, Sean wanted this fucking Sean was trying to pitch me scripts, and yeah. now it just turned into a get-together. Not one script idea was pitched, yeah. No? No. The joke just became that it was like, oh, it's Shane's big night. Shane, wanted, why'd you want to come out? You know, Julian really leaned into it, and then just became like, Shane called a night to celebrate himself. <laughs> was the theme. Well, I do like dad just looking for any reason to get together you know mm-hmm. just like during the week it's like sorry it's shane's night You're like what about shane i don't know we're just you know it's his big night and then you just kind of leave the house that was exactly the conversation i had with danica she's <laughs> yeah, like she's like wait what is it like, i don't know sean said to show up that shane wanted to have a night it was, it's like, important no we we gotta think of a healthier thing we can do hoop 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 is good, oh, but yeah, you, got, you broke your ribs the last time know, we did that. I haven't been back in a while. <laughs> but do, how about this for an idea? Because me and you bumped into each other, Which Max. Which was just, so nice. I know. It was Honestly, good. that was like the highlight of my month. I was just on Queen Street yesterday, <laughs> and then I just see a look across the street, and Shane's there, and I couldn't tell if he was totally trying to avoid me or what. But he was like not in your neck of the woods, because you're like deep Queen West, and you had your headphones on. I was like, what are you doing? He was like 10,000 steps. <laughs> yeah, well, I try to get 10,000 steps during the day on my lunch break. I like walking. And uh, of course, I bump into Max because you're a walker, too. I'm a man. About and time. then when we you cross the street to greet me, <laughs> of course, you're recognized instantly. It's hey. like, hey, this guy's famous. Hey, buddy, get over here. You're, you're a singer or something, right? <laughs> the guy kind of pretends he doesn't know Max. Max is like, yeah, I guess. He's like, hey, get in from my car and take a picture. And then Max takes a photo. He's like, okay, Max, get in the car now. <laughs> Ma- Max is like, no. And he kind of like pushes the guy and like goes. Like, he wanted me to get in the, in the passenger seat. Oh, yeah. There's like people in the back. No, what's the rule never go to the second location yeah <laughs> you might not come back but then we walk for like all the way back and then we extended the walk and we talked and we i had was so many good ideas i yeah. wish we did this all the time so it got me thinking what if instead of guys hanging out drinking and maybe eating fried foods we all went on a walk it's a walk group yeah a walk group. it sounds weird but it could work the thing about a walk group i love this idea after three though it gets after three people there's too many people in the in the walk. It's hard yeah. to kind of manage it. So if three of us went, that could work. The prime number is really two. Mm-hmm. So I'm into walks. I think one-on-one walks are like, Ash and I get all of our work done walking. Not all yeah. work, but a lot of our work. Uh, and then Ash is like, no, Max. Then I go to my computer and send 1,000 fucking emails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, while you're out there frolicking. Um, but the uh, yeah, I, I'm into walks. And I think standing work walks i think are good yes because it's so funny it's like you know back to this point about like what is a permissible thing to ask for time off and i'm sure like and everybody in their own life has things that you're like oh but i have to go because it's a thing and there's other things that feel more frivolous like do you have to go so how do you make the walk an important thing that if you were to tell either of your spouses like can't come home we got to get a babysitter whatever it is that it's like because this is an important thing because it does feel important yeah 
Alex knows walks are very important to me. Okay, good. Yeah. I've and she's gotten in the habit of going for walks with me every Monday and Friday. We'll go on a long walk together. Oh, now. that's cool. Yeah. That's no, nice. That's a good thing. But also because I need to stay in movie shape, I'll call it. That's right. Because I'm in a movie this Saturday what? with Do you know who Julia Roberts is, Max? Heard of her? <laughs> Pretty woman? Yes, she yeah. is. And she's in that movie. And she has a brother named Eric Roberts, huh. Oscar nominated actor. Who is the father of uh, what's her name? Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Hold on a second. That's not Julia Roberts' daughter, Emma Roberts? Nope. nope. It's her That's niece. her niece. Ah. So Eric Roberts. Does Julia Roberts have a famous daughter? No. No. Young huh. kids. She married a cameraman. Good for her. After leaving uh, Kiefer Sutherland at the altar and then having a dalliance with um, Lyle Lovitz, she eventually married a guy that was working the camera on one of her movies. Come on. They got a bunch of kids. What a fucking... It's Lyle Lovett, right? Not Lovitz. You're thinking of John Lovitz. Lyle Lovett, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who, what, John, what he looks like. Lyle Lovett. Yeah. Love well, it. he's Love famously it. Uh, unconventionally looking. So that Let he was see. like the he's Pete Davidson singer. before he, Pete Davidson. Lyle Lovett's the other voice on You Got a Friend in Me with Randy Newman from Toy Story. Oh, uh, that is crazy that the camera. Oh, this guy. I know this guy. Yeah, interesting looking dude. Um, but guys, <laughs> so that let's Lyle not derail here. Lyle yeah. Sorry, she's in a movie with Eric Roberts. I'm in a let's movie with Eric Roberts. Hold on, before we get <laughs> okay, there. Fine. Uh, <laughs> let's explore Julia Can, can Roberts we just, just say really quickly, yeah. out of the history of cinema, how many camera guys have just said to themselves like, this could be like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to win over something magical is going to happen. And it's never happened probably once in the mm -hmm. history of cinema. How many TV commercials, how many TV shows, how many movies have been filled where there's a camera guy who's filming the beautiful actress and nothing has ever happened. He just, he spent every movie just winking from behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. It finally worked wait, out. Wait, I'm lost. Who, who Julia did Roberts this? married a camera guy from one of her movies. She did? Yeah. That's what he just said. Oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't listening. He was thinking about his movie. He was yeah, running I was his lines. Sorry, I was trying, trying to, to interrupt. Anyway, yeah. I'm just saying that that's just an amazing feat because it is sort of like fantasy world where you're yeah. like, it can never happen to just a camera guy like me. <laughs> I'm just a normal camera guy just shooting the big stars. Love can never find me. Yeah. Uh, a beautiful movie star can never find. Okay, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> Liz Taylor married her contractor. So J Lo likes getting married to her backup dancers yeah. and, and fooling around with them. It's uh, Britney <laughs> yeah. Spears, Kevin Federline is yes. one of that the, is true. But backup dancers is a little bit more of a collaborative well, it's thing. Still, it's still and like they're like also a, hot. They got great bods. Part of the job is grinding up behind <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, like each other yeah. all the time. Yeah. Totally. And you're still in entertainment in a performer sense. Yeah. These camera guys are like tradespeople. You know, it's like her marrying the carpenter or something. Yeah. But if you're shooting a movie, it's kind of artistic. You're not just like a, a camera guy. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It'd be like uh, like one of the stars of our show falling in love with like Timmy. Yes. Yeah. Who's also a great jazz musician. He so is. I think very pop I'm surprised possible. it hasn't happened that they haven't fallen in love with him. It's true. Great, oh, sorry, uh, but you're in a movie with Eric Roberts. So, okay, you know this, uh, our sketch, uh, one of your favorite sketches is called Comedy Party. Uh, love that Written one. and directed by Matt Unsworth. And there's a character in it named Blitzo. So Blitzo, uh, turns out he's an aspiring writer, director, actor, and he wanted to cast me in his movie as a high school basketball coach. Ah, the natural role. Yeah. So that's, I think I have five lines. I thought I was helping Hold this. Hold on a second. So is he the director out. of this movie? He's a producer? producer, one of the writers. His brother is the director. They're kind of like the Safdie brothers. Oh, okay. And Eric, I'm going to look up Eric Roberts right now. Um, oh, Eric Roberts, the Pope of Greenwich Village. Yes, uh, that was he was nominated for an Oscar. Oh, this right. guy. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, he's in the Killers Mr. Brightside video. That's right. You probably recognize him wow, from that. Wow, 67 in, years uh, old. Where's it being filmed? I don't know. What are, what are the Woodbridge? Yeah, North. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, North Toronto. But Eric Roberts. Yeah, Julia Roberts' brother. You just learned something about... Uh, oh, well, I'm excited. Are you nervous? Hollywood lineage. Because this is different. Because normally when you're on, now. S- s- uh, on <laughs> you site, on, sh- on, on, on set, sh- on set, that's what it is. Um, you know, you're kind of in charge of it with the, with the dessert. Mm-hmm. But this is, you know, you're... Well, I I thought I was helping out kids who were kind of just doing this as like a whim. Like people think, oh, we're going to make a movie. I'm making it with my brother. It's a real movie. And I thought they were kind of playing house, Uh but they're paying me. Wow. I had a Zoom with them and I was a little (laughs) condescending by accent. I was like, I just love helping out young filmmakers. Like I was like you guys when I was young. I made a movie called Teen Wolf 3. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, how old are you? They're like 35. I was like, oh, okay. Turns out they have a shit ton of money to make this movie and this is a real film where do they get the movie with the money from i think that they seem like not rich kids but like maybe they come from money i don't know I've are you never... crossing the picket line i don't know uh, no, paul rudd shooting a movie right now oh. if the movie has less than i think a two million dollar budget or something you're allowed to shoot it mark Wahlberg shooting a movie right now oh there you go but maybe i feel like canada is a special land where you can do anything <laughs> international waters <laughs> yes, exactly. no rule of law i like that yeah it's called uh Back in '89, I think. Oh yeah, you have a, you have a bit of a retro look to you. Yeah, so I'm keeping my hair longer for this role. They're gonna fluff it up. I like. They it. They might throw a mustache on. Any, uh, any kisses like, in the any kissing scenes that you get? No, I'm just a coach. My lines are fairly uh, innocuous. They're not funny. They're uh-huh. not. They don't really move. The are you gonna plot. push for any kissing scenes? No, I don't know. Are you trying to segue into our viral video right now? Oh, like, oh yeah, that is a good segue. segue. Great segue. I thought you were going. We had a conversation on set during shooting once, though, about you doing kissing scenes, and Alex wasn't having it. Neither was Jillian. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean that specific. It ended up becoming a theoretical conversation about you uh, doing kissing scenes in the future as an actor. We, were- we had a kissing scene in one of the sketches that got removed because. Uh, Jillian uh, didn't want to do it. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> so we both agreed not to have that. That was scene. the day. So yeah. So there's a wedding sketch in the show. If you've watched the show, it's when uh, it's when the the, the father uh, yeah, of the yeah. groom is making the speech. This is sexist, though. You're making it with dudes in the the show all the time. That's what I say. I'm all for equal rights, equal, rights equal opportunities. And- Would Danica get mad at you if you're kissing? Uh, I don't know. I'd have the conversation. I think it'd be fine. You know, I mean, I made it with Shane on the stage right? with the Bruce show. You yeah. know, it's like, it is what it is. But the, I think, um, oh yeah, so the director, Allison Johnson, who did the sketch with the, the the speech from the father, she suggests, she's like, hey, maybe like Shane and Jill can do a little smooch. Like it'll mm-hmm. help sort of sell the, whatever, the warmth between them. I don't know, the marriage. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, the, the conversation happened and ultimately he was like, yeah, we don't think it really adds that much comedy. It's fine. It's about the dad, whatever. So they didn't end up doing it, but then it led to like a, we're all sitting there at lunch and a break in shooting it led to a theoretical conversation about like if Shane gets cast in a movie like Blitzo and he has kissing scenes and then Alex was kind of like, I don't think that I'd be cool with that. But it's just acting though. But a lot of people fall in love on set. We just talked about Julia Roberts. She didn't even kiss that guy and she fell in love. That's true. So, you know, what? maybe Alex does have some concerns. Here's the weird part. Uh-huh. I was in a sex scene in the sketch show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a oh, weird yeah. sex scene in, uh, I think it's like episode six. Yep. It's part of the site list. So we have this superhero storyline. Anyway, uh, it's written that I bite someone on the shoulder in like a, a sexual manner. Like yeah. in the heat of the moment, I bite someone on the shoulder. So Alex is very fixated on the scene. She goes, I'm uncomfortable with this scene. I go, Alex, it's just a close-up, my teeth going into flesh. It doesn't even need to be a woman. It could be anything. She goes, no, I'm just uncomfortable. I'm going to direct 
this scene and be the sex coordinator. <laughs> she was our intimacy coordinator that day. So yeah. she, yeah, did, no. did she get uh, trained for that role? Like, as she, an intimacy, I think intimacy she coordinator. researched how to do it. She's like, this, this day in 2023, yeah. it's important. Every set as an intimacy coordinator, I'm going to be that. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Woman comes in. We shoot this scene on our lunch break because we didn't have a lot of time to shoot Friend this scene. Friend of John's, yeah, Paul Popolis, an and this, actress, great this actress. woman was in Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. She did a sex scene with them, and I don't know what I'm in for. Alex didn't tell me anything. I had to go behind this woman and thrust like I'm doing her doggy style, <laughs> and and they have a pillow in between us, but it's a thin pillow, and I'm still going from behind hard, and it's oh, way it's oh, making as the practice. No, this is the scene we're shooting. I'm just oh. hopped into this scene. I don't know what I'm doing. So I was very uncomfortable with this sex scene in a way because I thought, <laughs> isn't this making Alex uncomfortable? I had never intended to actually be doing penetration in the scene or like simulated penetration. <laughs> you just wanted a close-up of a bite. Yes. Because <laughs> the umpire is describing how he had intercourse with this kid's mom. And he's like, yes, my teeth uh, like bit into your mother's shoulder. So all you need is me going... <sighs> into yeah. anyone's shoulder. It could have been your shoulder. It's the director's extended cut. It's yeah. 45 it's minutes. It's so weird. And if you watch the scene, it's weird. My pants are kind of like on yeah. and I'm thrusting. It makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. It's a good time though. You know what? I, I figured out a workaround. What's that? Get Alex cast in a movie. Get her in a romantic scene. Get her making out. Get her making sweet love. And then all bets are off. You can Wait, I thought you were going to say, like suggest that he get... <laughs> Any love interest he has cast Alex no, opposite no, no, no. him. Let Alex do whatever she wants. Oh, and then he's got a free and pass. Then, and then it's just back tit for tat. Mm. See, now you are yeah. making the kiss seem like it is something more than just acting. No, it's not. But if this is the way we're going to be, then... You I'm know. not getting a lot of kissing role opportunities. <laughs> You're just not making out with Eric Roberts on this. <laughs> I'm playing the coach with three lines. <laughs> Unnamed coach. <laughs> so are you excited to meet Eric Roberts? I am. I'm going to get a photo with him. I yeah. think it's very cool. That's cool. You're going to ask all about Emma Roberts? I don't know. I, I'm going to feel weird anyway, being around Okay, back to the viral video. Um, Kissing. We're going, we're going viral because viral of the kiss. Yes. With the opening sketch of the show yeah, yeah. is now on is now on tiktok yes and people are going crazy for it it's a little tidbit of the sketch yeah. so if you want to see the full sketch and you haven't watched the series yet mm -hmm. please go to crave sign up watch watch our six episodes uh, yeah at current uh at the day of, uh, recording here we have 2685 shares 107,000 views uh 220 comments it's really good to 22,000 likes yeah, all the comments are, oh, I wish I was kissing that guy with the beard. And I was like, I didn't have a beard that day. Are they day. all just commenting on Pete? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, funny. the second guy is cute. Oh, the second guy is actually cute. I'm like, oh, am I the second guy or the first guy? I'm like, oh, right. I'm the first guy. Okay, shit. Matt McPeak is very, very Yeah, I don't like reading those comments. <laughs> Omission is hurtful. Uh, it is. It is. But uh, that's great. So we just got to keep going to Viral Town. Season two coming right up. That's right, baby. I love it. Yeah, we're doing three clips a day, so. Nice. And I we think... gained 500 followers last night. Oh, Bro. I love it. Just got to keep grinding. That's awesome. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Speaking of grinding, mm-hmm. you went to Post Malone last night. I did. How the hell was it? It was great. Yeah, we were having a bit of a grinding week because uh, we played in Montreal. I was in Montreal yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. We. Um, oh, yeah. Well, DZ, yeah, because he, he came in from it. Yeah. It was like it was a corporate, right? Yeah, it was a, it was a private event. Yeah, yeah. It was actually kind of a cool one. Car Star. They were great. Uh, I Is was that quite, like a car rental company? It's, uh, it's a it Hamilton place based? that, I don't know. There's huh. some Hamilton locations because there were some Hamiltonians there. It's like their company retreat party. They fix cars. Like there's mm-hmm. a bunch of different uh, locations across Canada. You can yeah. fix cars. There's really nice people. And I pulled off the, a little trick here because I was like, I was looking around the room. And there's some families there and there's like some kids. And I was like, okay, I want to charm these people. I'll, like pull out every trick in the book. And I saw this little like nine-year-old girl. I was like, I bet you she, the thing of myself, I was like, I bet you she likes Taylor Swift. So I'm going to get my acoustic guitar out because we had just covered a Taylor Swift song. Uh, on the Saturday at Prince Edward County. Mm-hmm. Wait so, a second. Did what was it? You put your set list online, right? We did blank space. That's it. I noticed that in yeah. the encore was it? In the encore. Yeah, there yeah. You go. yeah. People loved it. So uh, uh, I was like, "Hey, hey, you. Uh, what's uh, who's your favorite artist?" And I was like, "I was like, there's got to be like a 50-50 chance that she says Taylor Swift." And she goes, "Harry Styles." Mm. And I was like, "Oh." And it's funny because the next song on the set list that I was gonna jump ahead of was Harry Styles. It'd be funny oh, wow. though if like like Shane's work improv character if you're like who's your next favorite artist and you <laughs> or, have to keep going or, until it's a cover you know. You'd be like you know who Harry dated. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Nice to meet you. I'm just going right into That could have been good. Yeah. I was like um, yeah I'm on Team Taylor. Anyway so then I was like oh even better so I take off my acoustic guitar I said like, come on stage here and I was like how does the beginning of that song go of uh, Harry's big song and she goes, come on, Harry, we want to say goodnight to you. Dun, 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 dun. And oh, the band cool. launched right into it. Uh, wow. And so people's minds were blown that way. And that's what we try to do. That's great. Yeah. Well, she, that must have been the fucking thrill of a lifetime for yeah, her. Yeah, that's cool. Her, her sister came up on stage at the end of it and was uh, singing along. It was oh, great. That's great. Uh, but yeah, we uh, were in Montreal. We were going by the JFL uh, building. I took a cool selfie with the ha ha ha's. Yeah. And I was just scoping it out for when we go next week. Um, It's so great. Yeah. We're very excited. So, so we're doing two talks. We're doing a live pod. Live pod. And then you're moderating a panel for the dessert. Yeah. 
that's what people are going to get if they come out to our show. There's tickets available. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to do it. And we, the thing actually I'm looking forward to the most is going out for dinner with uh, Sophia and Yael. ACAST, baby. The ACAST team. Yeah, that's the Wednesday night. We have a, a nice dinner. Yeah. Uh, and then there's shows that night. And then the Thursday night, obviously, well, you guys are out Thursday, but we do all our stuff on the Thursday day, like the live yeah. podcast, uh, the dessert panel. We're actually just putting together a few uh, a few clips that we're going to show during the dessert panel, which is exciting. Uh, for yeah, I'm out. working on a bit, which I can run by you to see what you think. Oh, right now? Don't give it away here because there might be listeners that come. Oh, who cares? Right, no, I let's talk about it. Well, because do you know what you're... So like for a live pod, you know, Ash had mentioned, what are we going to do after, before our guest comes out, TBA, um, we're going to do some chatting, right? I think, yeah. is it a 60 minute pod, Ash? So I think we're doing 60 minutes, like live show. So three of us are going to do some talking off the top. So I know what I got. I know what I'm going to say. Oh, you're talking about a live bit for the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I shit. Run I didn't think of that. Well, Ash started messaging. Oh, yeah. I, I had it off on my mind. Thing. I was like, let's just wing it. I'll be like, Max, just show up and fail or succeed, but not plan anything. <laughs> <laughs> but Ash was like, oh, in the past, you guys have done some bits and they've worked out pretty well. So maybe start thinking about it. So I was like, shit. So my idea is. I do a little bit of stand-up. Oh, see, oh. I was going to say this is good, but it almost would have been fun to surprise him too. So he could have almost like reacted in real time. I didn't think of that until just now. And then you said it, but let's keep going. Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, I like this idea. It's a great idea. Oh, uh, well, now I don't want to say it. Now I don't want to ruin why, 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 Have you been working on your five? No, no. It's, it's, well, now I can't say it. That's a good a, tease. Yeah. It's a 60 minute set. <laughs> yeah, so you, you don't Shane. have to plan anything for this <laughs> live pod. The yeah. live pod is just Shane doing a full hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That's a good little teaser. What do you think of that as a seed of an idea? You like that? I love that idea. Guys, should I try to work on a type five? Oh, geez. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Please do. You know what? I've obviously everyone who likes comedy has thought about doing a five. It would go so badly. It would be so bad. There's value in that, too. And it would be entertaining for Shane and I. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because you can't lose. If it's bad, it's funny. Yeah. If it's funny, it's funny. What would I talk about though? Just the bluest set ever. Yeah. He goes super fucking. <laughs> hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> What's up, much. bitches? <laughs> what does bluest mean? Like blue Dark. humor is like yeah. really uh, like sort of like. Um, like swearing a lot. Yeah, getting into like. Yeah, like sex stuff. You got Like really graphic yeah, stuff. Yeah, but hate when you're doing a corporate gig <laughs> and they only pay you half up front. <laughs> <laughs> the most elitist setup. Yeah, not relatable at all. <laughs> the PJ shows up late. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Once in a while when I'm walking around, I think about like I have an idea for a stand-up bit. But yeah. But yeah, but it would be I don't know, Ash, could I would it even be possible for me to do a stand-up bit? Ash, it would be impossible. Ash, it would be impossible. <laughs> I feel like if you had all all of your hours are put into it between now and it happening it would probably still be hard you have no hours like <laughs> you guys well, I, we were playing sarnia we're driving to sarnia right after the recording of this pod play there tomorrow night go to red deer the next day play red deer come home have like a day and then but but what if i did like more of a like uh, nanette like uh, storytelling michael storytelling <laughs> you could do it yeah you're such a busy body type person right uh, like you know you storyteller you'll obviously play a flag football game and write a bit then go play a show like that's just how you live your life i, I think, think you're I always just, thinking i i do need um 
uh, but what, what if you guys wrote one for me? <laughs> well, <laughs> how did we just get more work? Yeah. <laughs> that could be funny, that though. Be, that would be, guys, we write the stuff for him, and we this set it up good. that way. This, this is, is good. good. This is good. Okay, yes. Because, yeah, this is an established bit that Michael Che does with... Um, Jost. Jost. So he we wrote set the joke. it up, oh, and it's funny. almost giving you, like, you're... It's, you're immune to okay, fail. Okay, so, so maybe yeah. so I can go like, all right, I want to do hard five, but I didn't have time in my schedule to write it. Luckily, my co-hosts here are comedy writers. They've written a five on the condition that I say exactly. I have not read I, this before. I have not read this before. This yeah. is good. This is good. Okay. <laughs> I'm just laughing because the only like you're workshopping this in a pod and then the next pod will be like it's a pod recording basically jfl yeah. so it's actually it's like no one will hear this but it's actually for this audience so i'm just kind of <laughs> sitting here giggling yeah but this it's, is good that's good, good. curtain that's that could be funny yeah yeah i, I do <laughs> i think i think the the stuff about getting paid up front half of the corporate gig is funny the oh we gotta stuff, use that this is gonna like, be good don't tell them that no i'm not yeah <laughs> no, good. don't worry about it max we got you covered i love it I love it. That, that'd, be, that'd be really funny. <laughs> Let's do that. Can we do that? Yeah, man, okay, okay. 100%. It'll be agree. so easy for you guys to, to write and make fun of me. Oh, yeah. That'll yeah. be the easiest part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you guys um, like being buzzed when you're watching stand-up comedy? Like have a few beers? Yeah. 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 I, I was thinking about mm. that. I don't know. I don't know if that's my best way to watch. I've done it just because it's such a like, ooh, I'm out. I better have a few beers. Yeah, like live stand up. Like I watch stand yeah. up specials like in my, you know, at home in my living room or whatever. I'm not buzzed. Like I know no, when you're going consume to it. a show, live shows, I see some people like yeah. being loving wasted. But I was like, I don't know if stuff gets funnier for me when I'm drunk. Does does it get funnier for a few you? Beers when you're in, it's a few good. beers like, fine. I remember seeing like like Amy Schumer. I think we were like, I think we'd gone out for dinner. We had a few beers and we went, this is at Just for Laughs a few years ago and she was just working shit out. Like she just got off a plane, had her book out and mm-hmm. she did a big theater though and she killed. Do you remember Amy Schumer? Was like so, she was so yeah. good but it was like, I was the perfect amount of like four beers in with dinner and I just was like laughing my ass off. So it was a nice uh-huh. way to consume it. Nice. Yeah, the night just has a glow to it yes. but I don't know if it makes my night Maybe more fun, but I don't know if it makes the stand up hit harder. I think we rolled into the Jim Carrey talk too for that. Remember, he had a show about comedians on like FX or something. I don't know what it was, but remember, yes. he was on a panel and there was a guy there, a super fan dressed as Ace Ventura. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, I, I yeah, you don't want to be bombed because then you're not going to really get the bits and yeah. stuff like that. I don't think that that works, but. Why do you, do you just, you, are you like, I consume JFL like, no, no, no I, no, I haven't really drop. thought about it, but I, cause, but I know we're going to be going out and about and obviously having a beer too. Like who cares? Well, the, the way the nights unfold too, and it's a shame that you guys are only really going to get the one night, which is the Wednesday. And then we're working the next day yeah. pretty early, but it's like, it's fun. Cause it's like on the Wednesday night, for instance, we're going to have dinner with a cast, which would be great. Uh-huh. And then it like, there's, I think there's the Russell uh, Peters show, which will be at the big theater, but then there'll also be a bunch of other shows that might be happening that Wednesday. That's at like nine 30. So you roll into that. Then the midnight surprise, that's where we saw Chappelle at a small bar. Yeah. That's like where we saw Kevin Hart in a basement. Like the midnight surprise is the shit. So it's like, if you want to stay up for all that, you kind of roll through the night. You never want to, you kind of don't want. And then when you get back to the hotel at like one 30, that's where all, all the comedians are done their sets and hanging out in the lobby or the, the hotel bar. Yeah, that is that's cool. That's like the vibe of the the festival, which is cool. So that's why it's nice to do go for a few nights because you, you know, you don't have yeah, to jam it all in. Rhythm. But you guys got to be in charm mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We need to walk out of JFL with an American sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm relying on you two especially. Pops kind of with that like nerd energy, like <laughs> charisma. Yeah. He can turn on. What about on. you? Where do you fit into this? 
like cool, mysterious guy, kind of who doesn't say much. <laughs> a little awkward. It's like, don't worry, he's kind of like you know Wes Anderson, like you know that type of nerd uh, genius thing. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman a bit. Yes. Yeah. So no, we'll play be, that angle. Like, oh, he's weird, but trust me, you know, <laughs> he's weird, but trust. Yeah, me. that's we got to play that. Episode. Episode. <laughs> that's how we got you into every party for the yeah. last two decades. He's weird, but trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? That's the right mix, though. You need the Owen Wilson with the Wes Anderson, right? Speaking Speaking of being charming, I haven't heard it yet, but on our last pod or maybe two pods ago, you you told a really funny story about your interview with Tom Power. It is now out. Yeah, you're great. Everybody yeah. is praising this interview as one of your best. I don't best. think I was charming. I think Tom is charming, but I think maybe someone said, they messaged me and they said like, my persona on this is so much different than I was there. And they said they liked that better or something so Ooh. you've heard you've heard it yeah. i gotta listen is there a link out now oh, i know yeah, 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 about it okay well I, I, i'm gonna listen to it right yeah. after this podcast uh what were your thoughts on the difference so between really Shane well here and there? spoken it also kind of grounds the show because it's like oh this person really knows comedy knows what he's talking about is like is, is really thoughtful about it because i think if somebody sees like one sketch and it's like with shit on the hands and all, they're like what is this but then when you, you talk about your history and your love of comedy mm-hmm. and staying up till one in the morning to watch conan every night and loving conan so much and yeah i think i think anyone would go okay i know where this guy's coming from did they keep the bo burnham story in there yeah yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah thanks yeah, for yeah. the shut up yeah i appreciate it yeah you gave me a nice shut up because max called me after the bo burnham special came out yeah you need to do something like this didn't he say yeah. you, and you're like no, i don't write didn't music say that. he goes you can do better than that, that was yeah, like one was. of the best specials ever made yeah. <laughs> it's just, and then you, you get crazy you're like i i can't i can't of yeah, course i, I can max i will isn't that yeah. special so i i because that special is so of a time that no one really wants to remember it's funny because it's going to have trouble becoming an all-timer because mm. nobody wants to revisit him in a room because it reminds us all of being yeah. in a fucking room for a year and a half. But it made him an all-timer. It so did. So now yeah. he's in a category that's so special right now. Yeah, but it's like, you know, people will still watch like Raw or, you know, these classic stand-up mm-hmm. specials. I Like, I don't even want to go back. And I think that funny feeling is one of the, that's not just a great comedy song. That's like a great song. And yeah. I don't. I don't want to go back and watch that show. But well, you will watch anything Bo Burnham makes pretty much. Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah. One of, uh, actually, there's one thing that came up on my TikTok the other day from that special that I, that I think is so good and timeless, where he's just complaining about like the internet, basically. And he's like, does every single person have to say every single thing mm-hmm. that's on their mind every fucking minute of the day? Mm-hmm. And he just repeats that. Does every single person have to say every single thing on their mind? Like every fucking moment. Does every single person, and it kind of, I was like, I love that because that's how I feel sometimes about Twitter. And yeah, it's overwhelming. But yeah. Uh, great job on the interview. You fucking killed it. Oh, thank you. I will never listen to it because the way I felt during you should. it. But- no, no, you'll actually feel better about it because actually this is an interesting thing that I've observed with our own career is that often there's very little correlation between your feelings on something in the moment mm-hmm. versus how you see it afterwards or how you hear it afterward. There's some shows where I'm like, oh, that's fucking terrible. And then some will show me a video. I'm like, oh, look pretty good. Oh, actually I sound better than I thought. And so I think you might, I think you should listen to it. If you don't feel good about it, your expectations are so low that you'll really be like, oh, she sounds great. Because all you mm-hmm. remember is like you, you're, you're breaking out in sweats and you're awkward off the top or whatever. None yeah. of that's there. None of that's there. Well, how you perceive mm-hmm. it. And also the general rules is usually not – it's never as bad as you think it is and it's never as good as you think it yeah. is. You know, like when mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, my God, that was amazing. And then you watch something you did a week later, you're like, oh, it's good. But I yeah. thought it was better. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, fuck, I, that was brutal. And then you watch it like, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you realize it's never as bad or as good. And it's – like you said, there's no correlation between the way you perceive it in the moment and the way it probably actually is in reality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't think I could listen. listen. Yeah. No. 
I also don't like my voice. It's very hard to listen to. No, your voice sounds awesome. You have a great voice, number one. I do. And number two, <laughs> I do. Is that the sexy drifter? What? <laughs> no, your voice sounds awesome on the radio, too. And also, CBC, because we've done that show before, everybody, I don't know if it's just like the microphones or the boards, like this very subtle thing where everybody sounds smarter than they are. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they have a smart compression they that do. they put on all the it's mic. A smart compression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compression. Yeah, it's weird. That's what Jillian said. Yeah, oh, really? okay. there's yeah. a tone and a pacing and a warmth to those like microphones that you're like, oh, I'm in a professional environment. And it's like, you know, we're using you know professional microphones right now, but it's different. It's it's like it's different than every other podcast or thing. You just you call consume. these uh, these Behringer specials the three pack sixty dollars at Steve's Music professional microphones. Oh, it's better than a voice note on your iPhone. Sure is. Yeah, man. So you just listen to it. Also, guys, mm. lots happening in the world of film. Uh, we got like a double feature coming out. Mm -hmm. Barbie, Oppenheimer. I'm kind of confused about the double feature thing. So like they're selling tickets to this. Like you're going to go and watch both in one day. Some people are. Yeah, I think they sold 200,000 tickets or 2 million tickets. Some crazy amount of tickets uh, I, for people that are going to are both they the in same one day. studio? Like I'm just, I'm confused by the, I know, I the arrangement. The theaters yeah. are just like, maybe. Oh, the theaters the are packaged. Theaters are packaging. It's and, ultimately good for theaters, but I do think that uh, Christopher Nolan has, a, like there's like a vendetta with uh, the company that did Barbie, right? No one does? They did this to Nolan 15 years ago. When, yeah. What was the movie he released? Batman, right? Dark Knight has similar, like, came out with the same weekend as Mamma Mia kind of yeah. thing. Oh. I don't know when the, I think it's more recent, like, his studio was Warner, and then he left them. So he's long-term had a deal that, like, IMAXs are mine this weekend. And then Warner has Barbie, and they're like, yo, we're going, we're yes. going, we're going up against you. Wow. Well, Nolan always releases movies on this weekend they know it's his weekend so they strategically plan to kind of fuck him but it turns out to be a good thing in this climate because it gets everyone out to the movies and everyone wins and when yeah the dark knight came out they called it the dark mama because they wanted people <laughs> to maybe, i'm getting that wrong that, that, that wouldn't make sense it was something much better than <laughs> okay dark mama but um yeah, they marketed it with some name that was yeah. like catchy. What are they calling this? Barbenheimer? Yes. Barbenheimer. Right. We might go see it Sunday. Mm. So the plan was every. So I heard I heard you guys got plans for oh, Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah, we're pumped because we have to drive to Sarnia because we're sound checking tonight for the show tomorrow. Sound checks from 7 to 8. Ash investigated uh, the movie times and they're playing a Thursday night showing in Sarnia. So a bunch of the band is going to see Oppenheimer tonight at 10 o'clock. I heard they don't have an IMAX on and that you're just watching it on a 60 inch TV. <laughs> in Sarnia? Yeah. I don't think it's IMAX probably. But it's it is a proper we were talking yeah we were breaking and this I, down. You with know, IMAX is cool and stuff, but I don't need IMAX. All right. For Nolan's Oppenheimer, people uh -huh. are calling it the, the cinema event of the century. Eh, it's fine. It's just super loud. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's just like a biopic, though. It's not as uh, cinematic as some people might think. Interesting. I haven't yeah. read anything about it. I want to go in fresh. Yeah, I haven't and read honestly, anything about it either. This is like, I, I was saying this on the last pod, like I've become so susceptible to the like the hype machine where usually I'm kind of like, I don't care. Like when the Oppenheimer trailer dropped, I was like, there's that movie First Man, which is, was that by Damien Chazelle? Yes. With, yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling. And I was like excited seeing it. I watched this like, oh man, I'm like, this movie is boring. Like, and maybe it's because Neil Armstrong is boring, but I just, what am I doing? Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm watching, I'm watching a biopic that could have been a doc, like a, you know, a, mm -hmm. an hour long doc. So when I saw the Oppenheimer trailer, I was kind of like, eh, okay. But then it's like Robert Downey Jr. is like, this is the greatest film I've ever been in. You have like Paul Schrader, like saying like, this is what cinema is all about. Like the hype machine has sucked me in to the point where I'm going to go see Oppenheimer. And I'm genuinely 
excited about it. And then Barbie, you know, I'm always going to see a Greta Gearwood because she's become, she's become a person, you know, she's an all-star now. Uh, her movies are must see. So I'm going to go to that with Danica on Tuesday night, right before we, we got a date night on Tuesday, before we fly out to Montreal on mm. the Wednesday, me and Dan are going to have some dinner and we're going to see Barbie. It's hard to take anyone's opinion seriously though. You mean uh, the hype machine? Oh, you mean like yeah. Robert Downey every Jr.? Every director, yeah. every filmmaker, every actor, they want to say, I'm so excited for this. But it's just because they're excited to get people's asses in seats because then ultimately that'll help them. You know, I was listening to an interview with Evan Goldberg. Uh, on Your boy. Me my too. Boy, yeah. On uh, Matthew Bellany's podcast, The Town. If anybody's interested in like showbiz, gossip, Hollywood stuff, it's a great podcast. It's a ringer podcast. And do you listen to that podcast? All the time. Yeah. So Goldberg, though, was talking about like, you know, how do we make comedy successful in movie theaters? How do we get people to the movies? Just these big questions that we're asking. And he said, like, eventizing stuff is the way to do it. And he was just like, if you can have a movie where people like want to make an event out of going to the movie, going to the theater, like whatever that is, like if you can figure out what that secret sauce is for like getting a lot of teenagers out or getting moms and daughters out or getting fathers and sons or getting out. people to dress in the ABBA outfits or to getting, go see mama Mia. Yeah, exactly. Know? Getting people to dress up, just eventizing the thing is what will sell the tickets. And it, cause it's not just enough to make a good movie you can just watch a good movie at home. And I really love that. And that's, what's so much fun about the marketing and the hype around this. Mm -hmm. It's just like, everyone's just talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Everyone's like, it's like, and you can't just go to one, you have to go to both. Like, yeah. and, and it, you know, I saw a funny tweet that was like, I walk up to the ticket window, head to toe in pink and say one to Oppenheimer, please. <laughs> That's funny. Mm -hmm. But, um, so Frookman bought tickets like months ago. Cause you know, as he does, but you're not gonna be able to see Oppenheimer with Frookman. So who's replacing him? Answer. Who's replacing me? And Wait, are you asking us if we want to go with him? No, it's the tickets have been claimed already. Oh, well, well then why are you saying it? It's like the KG. Why do you tell me if I can't have it? Who would replace Poplis? Greg Veerman. Oh, okay. So Greg, though, I'm in a text group with Dan and Greg. And yeah. He goes, also, I've never seen a movie with Frookman. Is he a talker during the movie? I think I remember hearing that and it's making me anxious. And then Dan's like, he makes comments to Max, uh, but that might be their thing. I'm not sure about others. <laughs> Greg goes, Max, talk to him talk to him ahead of time and let him know I can't have that. Be my asshole manager. I don't know him well enough to tell him to shush up. And then, uh, <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I'll give him a warning. So then I just texted Matt in the group I'm in with Ash and Matt and being like, just the screen grab yeah. of what Greg said. And then Matt goes, ha 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 ha. He can sit on the other end of the four and I can sit on one end of the four and I can sit on the other. Also, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest movie talker if I haven't seen it. I don't think I said anything during Mission Impossible. And then Greg's like, I can't believe you sold me out like that because I, I that put is this, a pretty sellout. Yeah. Move. Oh, well. You and didn't manage goes, the situation at all. Uh, and then he goes, uh, Dan goes, I like it because Max, you might have solved the problem, yet it gave him more anxiety going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my brother now. <laughs> goes, I deserve it. That's funny. You want Do you remember we saw uh, Jarhead together years ago? Yeah, Mike? with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. And I, uh, I didn't, I knew Mike well, but not super well. So I thought it would be kind of funny if I had like a running commentary throughout the movie and like made Mike laugh. So I'm like, yeah, I imagine they had lice in their hair or something. Like I'm just doing jokes as they're getting, and Mike is just like, <laughs> just ignores me, clenches his jaw. And he's like saying, shut the fuck up. Basically through his thing. I was like, Ooh shit. And you were like, even like, you know, red night yeah. where I'm like, guys, please, you gave me one of those. I was like, no, oh, I did, my did I really? Yeah. Oh man. That's and funny. I was like, Oh, right. The Beermans hate movie talk. Yeah. So I learned my lesson. Cause I'm not even a movie talker. I just thought it'd be fun to impress Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Pablo is a bit of movie talker, though. He can have a problem and loud. Yeah. Yeah. So he's disrupting others. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all good. I think I think there's certain movies, but you know, yes. a movie you have about to, a jar trauma. Not the best one to start with. <laughs> yeah, it's a war it could be movie. a comedy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the movies Oppenheimer, Barbie are coming out. That's really exciting. Go to the cinema. Go watch the, cinema. the dessert on Crave. Yes, do that first, and then come go to, to Montreal. Me. Hang out with us at Just for Laughs. A lot of surprise bits in Montreal. And <laughs> <laughs> we teased guys. I'm so excited. Oh, me too. Montreal is going to be so exciting and we hope to see some listeners there uh if you're listening to this and you're making your way out it'll be really exciting to see you. we're excited to do a live pod we're excited to talk about the dessert on uh, on the dessert panel you'll see the stars jillian bella shane jonathan poplis will be there our boy max justin stockman well that's it that's all max has to go to sarnia and we got to get back to work so uh thanks to nathan nash for everything he does thank you to mandras for everything she does that's it that's all this has been a great hang maybe the best see you in montreal everybody Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.